to Inside Sports Denning Goal podcast. This is the podcast about rugby league. Most of the time. The greatest game of all. Most of the time. <laughs> this is episode 48. Yeah, because it comes after 47. I just figured it out. You're just supposed to say 48. <laughs> <laughs> you do it every month and you'd, every week and you didn't do it. Mm. Oh well. Um, how you going, Jeff? Yeah, that's too bad. I am, I am not bad, James Smith. How are you? <laughs> good, good. I've um, got blue on my mind at the moment. Yes, so. yes, indeed. <clears throat> You're just still trying to overcome the disappointment not being named to, uh, to Brad Fittler's New South Wales. So. Oh, at least in the ja- support ja- stuff. James turned up, yeah, James turned up to the, uh, the Blues uh, great announcement on, yeah. on Monday night. And uh, yeah, he, he was really quite surprised that of all the kind of new names that were kind of crashing... You know, Freddie slide that he wasn't one of. I know. I didn't even get picked on the media support team or anything. Oh, I missed geez. out on my yep. um, weird blue blazer and black t-shirt and <laughs> black jeans and black sand shoes. Media support team. There's such a thing as a media support team. <laughs> I didn't even get picked on the team that supports the media team. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. Anyway, um, excellent. So. As you know by now, it's um, state of origin time. It's a time that, time that everybody just loses their heads and forgets f- forgets club football. Not, not me. No, no. What do you do during this time? You I laugh at everybody losing their heads. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's the beauty of it when you come from you know one of the states that's not named Queensland and New South Wales. <laughs> and you, you just laugh at all the Queenslanders of the New South Wales. Right? What do Adelaide people do during this time? Mm, I don't know. Just keep doing Adelaide <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah. So cool show today. We're uh, we're going to um, quiz each other on as we usually do on what's the most rugby league thing we did in the past week and what we're most looking forward to. Um, what else are we going to talk about? We're going to have a bit of a yarn about uh, late hits in rugby league because they're, they're just not on and uh, be interesting to see what happens with them. Um, and then we're going to... Um, there was no listener question this week, yeah. um, and that's because we've put out a magazine. Yeah, we haven't we haven't kind of belly ached about you know putting out a magazine as we usually <laughs> do. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so we've been doing our jobs, and that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why we're coming to you on a Friday because oh, we've been geez. working. <laughs> um, if you were um, smart enough to respond to our question a few weeks ago on. Um, State of origin um, eligibility, uh, blah, is it a word? Um, yeah, then your yeah. name is, then your tweet is going to be read out this week. Fantastic. Yeah, we got some good responses a few we did. weeks we ago. Some, didn't we? we got some excellent responses. Yeah, so, um, so that'll be cool. Um, uh, just before we kick off, don't forget our, have to have a, our June edition of Inside Sport. It's got Boyd Cordner in it and it's got, uh, and it. there's a feature on Boyd and a, and a um, Q&A with Freddie Fittler. There's another Q and A with Will Chambers, and there's a uh, and uh, what else have we got? Justin Did Hodges. Yep. Justin <laughs> Hodges, like yeah, giving the giving the back of the hand <laughs> to every every uh, true blue heart. Yeah, yeah. There. Takes us back to 2015 when uh, he switched off um, 60 minutes into the game that, and yeah, that, started watching the crowd. Didn't that he? was the thing that I <laughs> thought was. I think I alluded to it uh, in a previous uh, previous podcast that. The thing that was a real put down from Hodges is that <laughs> he was noting that you, you know, generally you have to play out an, an Origin yeah. match, and it's held to skill to the whole eighty minutes. It's so intense, right? Yeah. You know that like uh, Origins are intense contests, and this is the rare one, this last one where he could basically, you know, uh, you know kind of ease into the end 
because they were so far ahead. <laughs> Take <laughs> that, you said. <laughs> and that was his greatest moment. And that was his greatest moment. <laughs> 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 Not the big hits or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we won't tell you anymore about it. a great it. guy. For the, you know, it's, it fascinates me, Hodges. You know, for the way he started his career, that was a nice origin career. Yeah. That was a nice way to end it. Yeah, for sure. He had such a rough introduction. Yeah. Uh, you know, that... Um, it's to kind of go out in that easy way. There's something karmic about it. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. good point. Um, and the other piece of league that's now our latest edition is um, Hannah Hollis takes a Hannah Hollis from from Fox NRL takes a look at the whole collision between the NRL and State of Origin and what sort of havoc it plays um, on on both parties. So, mm-hmm. so get in there. There's lots of rugby league in in this edition, and it's um, not so much in the next one. So yeah, <laughs> no. enjoy this one. Lots of. Uh, Soccer in the next one, um, which mm. is which is all right, isn't it? Soccer's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that game, soccer. <laughs> convincing, convincing case being made here uh, <laughs> by, by Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be World Cup time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good. So, what was the most rugby league thing that you did? Well, you were dying for me to say this. So <laughs> I, I know. Usually, I was excited about saying this. It's a now, big, now you got me worried. But anyway, it's uh, a big moment in Jeff's life. Yes. It's one of the big ones, even despite all the other stuff that's happened in his life over the last year. Yes. This one rank, ranks right Pretty up there, doesn't up, it? R- right up there, you know, right <laughs> up there with, you know, kind of you know, buying a house, getting married and having a kid. I, I finally got uh, a perfect round. Wow. So I got a 10 in the tipping comp. If we had sound I effects, the crowd sound effects <laughs> would be going off and... Congratulations! Yeah, no, and um, it, it only reduced the margin between uh, myself to James because that's all I really care about in the tipping comp. I don't care about winning it; I care about finishing ahead of James. <laughs> oh God! Uh, it reduced the mar- the gap from between James and I from I don't know. I think the gap was something like ten, and it reduced oh. it down to about. Uh, four or three we really did it yes so i need wow. another 10 just to kind of get to parity with Jeez. you so um yes but uh yeah um, okay i was surprised i thought there would be a few more there was one other 10 in our comp we don't yep. have a very particularly large has got about 20 people in the uh summer. yeah about that yeah, about i think that. even a little uh, fewer than that uh, this year but um yeah there was only one other 10 kind of in our, and i was surprised because we had uh, we had six favorites get up uh, over the wow. weekend, over the past weekend, and uh, who, who did you? Who, who, who was the main one that you jagged? Like the main? Uh, what, what did everybody get wrong? I can't remember. The one. No, anyway, who, who, yeah. who beat Canberra? Um, Manly. Manly, I think Manly over. Uh, Canberra. No, didn't Manly beat Canberra? Yeah, Manly beat Canberra. I think yeah. Canberra was favoured slightly. So, so Canberra beat Manly. Sorry. Oh, Canberra beat Manly. Yeah, that, that I think Manly was slightly favoured in that game. I don't press me on this. The other one. Uh, was a very foreseeable upset. Like uh, it was, it was St George's favourite over Penrith. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I suspect you picked Penrith. I picked no, I picked the Dragons. Oh my, geez. Yeah, I'm very loyal. See. Yeah, there, yeah, there. <laughs> James has won our, 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 our tipping comp, and it's been a formidable figure in our tipping comps here in the office because uh, we have a lot of well, let's just call them idiots who continue <laughs> to tip their club even against yeah. all you know kind of better advice and logic. Yeah. James has no such compunctions. He, he he is he's you know he is uh, he is a cold and calculating type. Yeah, and he you know why? He will tip against his side all the time. Okay, you know why? Why? Once you um, pay an entrance fee, then all loyalty goes out the window. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Once you pay an entrance fee, all loyalty goes out the window. <laughs> Money can get you out of any situation, <laughs> can't it? Put that on a banner somewhere and hang up in the office. Once you pay an entrance fee, all loyalty goes out the window. That's right. I've sold my soul. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I believe, so I, believe, I believe Jack Gibson said that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He would have. He, he said everything. He said everything first. <laughs> <didn't he? laughs> so you've got eight out of eight for the first time. Yes. 
Um, I want you to think about something that you said a couple of weeks or months ago, but where you were where you were claiming that you deserved recognition for oh, getting yes. zero. Yes, yes. I now that you've got eight out of eight for the first time, do you do you want to reconsider what? Uh, you know the uh, the accolades that you should have got no. for zero. No, no, no. I'm wow. still I'm still consistent on that position. Wow, uh, um, um, unbelievable! I got a zero. Bear in mind, I got that zero three years ago. Oh, um, <laughs> oh yeah, you only bought it up three, again. Yeah, three seasons ago, I believe, was the 2016 <coughs> season. But uh, yeah, I really do believe that getting a zero is harder than getting eight. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I you didn't suspect, intentionally I suspect, go out to get zero, did you? You intentionally went out to get eight. I suspect I will get another eight at some <laughs> point in my tipping life. <laughs> if I ever get another zero, I will be shocked. What do you think will get will come first? Oh, yeah, surely another eight. Another I will, eight, I will yeah. get another eight before I get another zero. <laughs> yeah. A zero is so hard to do. It is A, a zero is a true unicorn. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Have you ever gotten a zero? No, no. Did you try to get one? If we are out of the competition... Yep. yep. Which I'm not going that well this year, so this might no, be on. No, you're not. That's, no, because, no. that's because all the West's fans in our office. West <laughs> is winning again, so that's why they're... Bidi- that, I think that's, they what, that's what I've been relying on in past years. The fact that um, all the West's fans in the office were getting dudded by their own team and all the Canterbury fans were kind of, yeah. Although I think... Yeah. Because yeah, we are a Can... I think this is a Canterbury office building. Definitely. There's a quite a few um, so, Canterbury yeah, supporters. So that, that was the... Yeah, that was kind of the... the the nature of that but okay. no I still hold to the fact that for a zero I don't know I deserve something for you deserve something I, I asked that question because I knew that's what you'd say mm. I knew you'd say yes it was still very skillful what I did to get I, zero out of, out of eight you know what I think you should get for a zero <laughs> I, I just it just occurred to me maybe you get like a special bonus in the margin competition okay because obviously you can't give you know like it's, and it's antithetical to like give someone points for getting a you know in the tipping comp for getting a zero but that that margin kind of thing, yeah, yeah. You can manipulate that for any kind of level. You know? <laughs> so maybe if you get a zero, you kind of get like fifty points off your margin or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, if it helps. Because think about it. If like it helps say, at the end of the say year. Say if yeah, you get to the end of the year and you need to tie break on some level. Yeah. Like the tie break is basically done through the um, the uh, the margin. And if you're getting zero out of eight, then you probably don't even need to worry about that sort of thing, do you? <laughs> well, here's the point: if you need to break a tie, you know, you're you're close to like the top. Yep. Uh, I guess you know it's different for different competitions because some comps they tip they they pay out for the middle or they pay out for for last or what have you. So it's, maybe yeah, it's all like you need to pay out for last and see who can tip zeros, kind of. Yeah. It is hard to do. Oh, de- yeah, yeah. It is hard to do. It'd be worth doing for a whole year. Yeah, mm. less winners the better. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right. The most league thing you did. I, oh. you know, if th- there's only one correct answer here. Oh, um, I went out to Libcom Oval. No, come on. Um, what else did I do? You went to the you went to the launch on Monday. <laughs> I thought that would be the most league thing. Yeah, it was, but it's not, it's not the most league. But Lidcombe Oval was cool. Okay, like, yeah. okay Lidcombe Oval, so Go. cool. Um, there was so many pe- more people there than what I thought there'd be. It's <laughs> like this. It, it's like a bit of a. I don't know whether it's cult or or what, but people really love this suburban Sydney stuff. They, they, they go to North Sydney Oval and, mm-hmm. and I love the TV coverage of the ISP by Channel 9. Mm. I think that's got a bit to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. There's actually some you know, proper advertising of this in inverted comma, in, in commas reserve grade competition and, and you know, every now and then you get a star player turning up like Robbie Farrer and um, the the other Wateen Zalesniak was playing as well. So, yeah, yeah. Naguama, he was playing for the West Magpies. 
I'm going to view Tommy Radonikus while he's there. image in my head that that, that, uh, there, that guy's real name is Other. What's his <laughs> Malachi, I mean. <laughs> I could, I could, <laughs> it escaped it's like, me. It's like the third. The third <laughs> the other one. Zalesniak brother, Other. Other <laughs> <laughs> There's another podcast out there who calls him The Better Wotin Zalesniak. The Better Wotin Yeah. Um, it was great. I got to interview very briefly Tommy Radonikus. So, mm. you know, um, club loyalty. Yeah. Um, did, um, you, did he tell you how soft modern society is? <laughs> he he did. give you another reason for why modern, modern society is so soft? No, he didn't, but he did say that the modern game is why the modern game is soft. Mm. I don't want to give it out because I want to write an online story about it. So That's a good segue for later. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, big takeaway, um, NRL... Stop playing in big stadiums. Go back <laughs> to the suburban grounds that's because that's how we all like it. We want games in at Leedcombe, Henson Park, Redfern. Yeah, what yeah. A game at Redfern. That'd be a great place to. The grand final should be held at Leedcombe Oval. We get about <laughs> twenty thousand people there. Yeah, you can fit a couple of rows of seats on the bike track. <laughs> oh, can I quickly? Um, oh no, okay, yeah. Um, no, go uh, ahead. Um, about that New South Wales dinner. Yeah, I was there as well, and um, that was very exciting. A big big turnout for that and lots of legends there and were the leaguers uh, wearing suits um what the actual what Players. yeah uh, no they were wearing um some weird sort of blazer sports blazer all right with a black t-shirt and and uh, people were saying blazer with a black t-shirt yeah um a black pants a little bit um there was Four of the young players that were up on stage with Brad Fittler mm. and being interviewed by Tim Gilbert, and someone up fairly close took a pretty up close picture of them and posted it out on Twitter. Um, oh, who's the the rock boy band that they were <laughs> performing at the launch? I think it was it was a Brad Fittler inspired team uniform, and yeah, and it had everybody laughing and carrying on. So, no, it was good. It was a nice to see the energy back in uh, in the Blues um, camp mm-hmm. after. After no energy for a long time. So. <laughs> but anyway, that's the most rugby league thing I did. Leadcombe and uh, the team, New South Wales t- team dinner night thing. So there you go. Very good. Very good. And um, is there anything in particular that you're most looking forward to this oh, week? Like I, I got to say, I mean, yeah, <coughs> it's got to be Origin. Like you know, I mean, because yep. um, we're not going to record before next Origin only. So do you want to? No, nah. we, we can certainly put together another one that you know. We'll like probably wait till after it. Hey, like think so? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably yeah. That probably makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, whatever. How, however, however it might play out, but um, you know, it. Uh, I, I think we're going to look back on this uh, on this year. As, as a possible inflection point in the history of origin. You know, like we, yep. we arrive at these times, whether they were, I guess you could say 2003, 2004, like is, is about the time that, um, you, know, you know, Smith and Slater and, um, and, um, and Thurston Definitely. basically uh, yeah, entered the Queensland side. I think we might be kind of at another of those, uh, or kind of say in a previous time when, you know, like, uh, who am I really thinking of? Maybe when Fittler kind of left the side, yeah. or yeah, it, um, that's actually a bit after, isn't it? That's like, um, no, that's about the same time, isn't it? Yeah, about the same, yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a period where kind of you can almost see the eras shift, and if, and if Billy had you know, kind of been kind of amenable to it, he could have left with the rest of them, and then, you know, it had a perfect break yeah, you know, yeah. between that era and this, and this new one. I, I don't know, kind of, I don't really have a strong intuition on which way it'll go. I don't know whether... 
you know, if this really is the new era for the Blues, or you know, mm. or whether it'll be just you know kind of Queensland kind of bringing in the ne next set of guys, and you know the whole kind of uh, the whole kind of uh, party kind of keeps on going up there. But um, yeah, I, I do think we're kind of into a kind of something of a new phase. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if New South Wales does kick on from here, it will be very neat, won't it? To look back on this period in 20 years and go, mm. okay, those four legends left, and all of a sudden New South Wales rocketed into into dominance. My, my it will be very neat for historians, won't yeah, it? Yeah, my, my intuition really is I think I think it'll start bouncing back and forth again. Yeah, me too. I reckon yeah. it'll just be, it will, you know, we'll see kind of like one side win a couple of years and then another side kind of win one and then then the, you know, it kind of goes back and forth. I, I would just think it would go back into like the arm wrestle type nature. Yeah. Un unless we really do have kind of the outlines of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a dominant side, dominant one over the other, uh, be beginning to form. I'm not, I'm not sure about that yet. Maybe it is. Maybe this yeah. will be the exact same side you know, that New South Wales will feel for the next three years and it it'll be their time. But um, mm. yeah, I, I think it's pretty plain that... Um, I will say this. I mean, if <laughs> if Queensland luck onto another generation hmm. that takes out another three straight, and then you know that that'll have run up what six in a row. I mean, I, I'd be tearing my hair out if I were <laughs> if I were if I were a New South Wales uh, yeah, kind of yeah, kind of uh, origin planner. Like, you know, and so. we did a story a few years ago on the next generation of talent, and there is enough to yeah. keep it keep it up there at least. I, I think so, but I you know, I don't think it's appreciably that much better than what New South Wales has. So, Not true. Know, it, yeah. um, like I, uh, it's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, mm. um, you've been keeping your eye very closely on the side that um, that Fittler was going to pick, and um, yep. yeah, it, does this kind of pass muster with you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, I, can only, I can only see, I can see two players that aren't in form at the moment, aren't in very good form at the moment. Yeah. That's Clemmer and um, Boyd Cordner. Yeah. Cordner's picked on his leadership skills. We've we've explained that in our mag this month, and and um, David Clemmer hurts people, <laughs> and he's very unpredictable and wild. And Queensland doesn't like tackling him, so yeah. he's a specialist Origin player, a very good NRL player, just not in the not in in, in the exact right form at the moment. But that's why he got picked, and uh, yeah. So, but uh, but all the others, I don't I don't I find it interesting the whole pick on form theory yeah. and then in the next breath we say but state of origin is a different game yeah. so then you sit back and you think well what's the point then like they're not playing well, in another nrl game they're playing in state of origin that's yeah. that's the yeah, i mean that's the you know we kind of had this argument yeah. and it'll probably be an argument that rears up it rears its head up later is this an all-star game <laughs> do you pick guys who are basically stars of the comp or do you have to kind of go with the theory of you know, this is a rep encounter, and there are guys who have experience in rep at the rep level, and there are guys who are made for the rep level, and that's why you need to kind of build a team over time. And yep. it, it certainly works for Queensland, but oh, definitely. On the other edge of that sort is that Queensland does not have as much talent as, yeah, as, yeah. as New South Wales never has. And, and they do the pick and stick because yeah. they win. Mm. You, you, you would pick and stick if you were winning, wouldn't mm. you? That's right. Um, and and just, we might as well just dance over. But, you know, it, it, that is ultimately chicken and egg. Is it, do they win because... They, they pick they and stick. Be, yeah. And you know, it, this is not just something that you know, they do now. I mean, this has been a kind of a, a thought-out plan since you know, you know, Wayne Bennett brought in Emerging Origin. Yeah, true. You know, back yeah, in yeah. The, early, the early part of last decade. So you know, it, it, it is something they do with a lot of thought. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is it is a recognition of kind of what their situation is, like what kind of resources they have to work with. Yep. So you know, it um, 
yeah, I mean, you, you got to really give them credit for uh, for kind of setting themselves uh, up that way. Um, Definitely. But again, it's all justified by whether you win or not. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's not yeah, that's not incorrect. So no, that's right. Um, no, just with, just with um, Queensland's team as well. Mm. Um, not it's a good-looking side. We, yeah, good side. You, you can't, as a New South Wales fan, just all of a sudden think that we're home and hose because three of the four greatest players to ever play of are, are out of the picture. Like that back line is just absolutely solid. So is the forward pack as well. Mm -hmm. Good to see Jared, Jared Wallace in there uh, again, and Josh Maguire is an angry customer. He'll, he'll, he'll rough mm -hmm. people up. Yep. Felice Kafusi. He's just a brilliant, brilliant, sharp player, isn't he? Like he's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he'll. Uh, he, yeah, he could have been very useful for them last year. Yeah, but, true. Uh, yeah, and they've kind of lacked a bit of dynamism, I think, in their pack. And uh, mm. you know, I mean, they'll miss they'll miss Matt Gillett, but um, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's I, that's a guy who I think they've been uh, they've they've kind of been waiting for. I think. Uh, mm. But blokes like Gavin Cooper. He leaves every single molecule of energy out on the field, doesn't yeah, he? Like, yeah. He's such a good origin player. And what about the bench? You've got Morgan Papali, Cohen Hess, and Jai Arrow. <laughs> you know, That's it, a strong bench, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I think I made fun of Tim Glasby during the week. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know the, the side is better, is good enough now that they don't have to pick Tim Glasby. Mm. Uh, you know, honestly, like if, if Darius Boyd can't crack the side, it's plainly, plainly it's a very good side. Yeah. Their, their outside backs look terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, so there you go. It's... It's they've still got a real massive job ahead of them, New South Wales, and it's um, it's going to be interesting. I'll, I'll make a prediction. I think Queensland will win the series two one. Really? I think we'll win the first game full of energy. These these eleven debutants don't know what Origin is. Mm. They're just going to go in helter skelter. Something will come off, and and um, I think we'll win in Melbourne. We as in New but South lose, Wales. But lose in Sydney. Well, yeah, well, we did last year, yeah, so the, yeah. the crowd issue doesn't affect Queensland in Sydney, it just doesn't. And there's enough Queensland supporters in Sydney yeah. that get along to the game. And then you've got Suncorp at, at the end of it all, so... Yeah, my hobby horse for, for years has been the fact that, you know, Queensland, be because of their spine, they just knew how to manage the game. Yeah. And it, it always felt to me like New South Wales had to do... Like a hundred and twenty percent of what, <laughs> you know, of what Queensland was doing in terms yeah. of effort and energy and, and yeah. meters gain and all those things, they had to do that just to you know keep pace yeah. with with the Maroons. Uh, in you know, the thing I'm going to be most intrigued to see from the early minutes down in Melbourne is is whether, you know, I, I don't expect Queensland to have that edge anymore, and I, w I want to see to what degree. They, yep. don't, they, they, they don't have that edge anymore. I mean, are we going to see kind of, you know, Hunt or Munster make a hasty mistake? You know, it, you know th those are the kinds of little mm. things that, um, you know, we didn't get from, you know, in the past from Queensland because yeah. when you had, you know, JT and Kronk and Smith at the controls, they just didn't have to worry. <laughs> the game moved that slow for them. So Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah I, uh, I, I don't think they have that decided edge anymore and um, I think that recasts the, the balance of the competition yeah. in a huge way. So um, it, it'll be interesting. I, 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 um, yeah, I mean, that's what... Um, yeah, that's that's the kind of you know to just drive back to the original point. The thing I'm most looking forward to, within the uh, the uh, the kind of the context of the origin uh, co uh, contest, yeah. What does it mean when you don't have you know the kind of these these game management geniuses on the field anymore? Yeah. Because uh, I mean that's the be the beauty of origin is that, I mean it's a game played to such you know to such fine degrees. I mean I find that in in origin matches. They turn on such small things. I think the one thing that uh, that always stuck with me is, 
um, I can't remember who made the comment, I think it might have been a Gus School comment, that uh, you have brilliant players in Origin, for sure, you have the best players in the game, but you also need guys on the field who just don't make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you, you might wonder why they're out there, because they might not be the flashiest of players, but they're just blokes that just do not make errors, because mm. you can't have them. You can't no. have guys... It's not, sorry, sorry, it's not even just errors. It's guys who do the right thing every time, even if the right thing is very simple. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, like like going into a tackle and getting to ground, and, you know, it might, might not be the sexiest kind of kind of run, you might only gain you like, you know, 11 meters, but um, you got to do it because yeah. that's what gets you to the next uh, the next phase. Whereas guys who are giving you negative plays or throwing a loose, uh, throwing the wrong pass, maybe a loose pass, but the wrong pass, uh, that's what gets you in trouble. Because you know, it doesn't take much for your, opponent, your, your opposition to capitalize on, on slack play. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that, uh, so that's, um, that's why I think game management becomes doubly important yep. at the origin level. And... Uh, yeah, the edge, the massive edge that, that Queensland's had in over a decade, that has uh, that's seemingly gone out the window now. Well. Having just said that, Hunt and Monster will probably run right over <laughs> in game one, and we're going to be like, oh, uh, not we, New South Wales. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, no, we're in trouble again. <laughs> we. we. That's on the record we. now. You said we, New well, South Wales. I was Wales. born in Sydney. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. I'm a Queenslander. I'm a Queenslander. Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I'm a um, Queenslander like those great Queenslanders like uh, Greg Inglis and Cameron Palmer mm. and Israel Folau. Yeah, and, and it is, a, a while we're on that, it's a historic series because both captains were born in New South Wales. So yeah. mm, it's, um, right. it's a very, very historic series in yeah, that regard. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Um, do you have anything more to say on Origin? We might as well kick it out now. I, I, what you just touched on is important. There's still a stack of experience in that Queensland team. Mm. 11 players in New South Wales haven't run onto the field in origin. That's massive. Mm-hmm. I think people realise how massive that is. Like mm-hmm. when you get to the sixty minute mark and you're either two ahead or two behind and you're wondering what's gonna happen next, that's a not a very good place to be like yeah. and Queensland sides have have traditionally had the the uh, momentum and the, they seemingly athleticism and and the motivation and the passion to keep keep them going. Maybe but maybe all that will change because Freddie's in charge and he's been pouring minerals into them or whatever he's been doing. <laughs> Good, doing them yoga, uh, putting them through yoga classes uh, and stuff. The, the only other thing I'd have to say about or, uh, about Origin, I guess, is um, in some respects it really is kind of over. We know New South Wales is going to win because, you know, Damien Cook will be, you know, you know wearing the blue number now. And, you know, he's Mate, the best player in the club. So. I've been on his... <laughs> <laughs> he's got to go out and have a blinder, isn't he? I've got this thing... All uh, Damien Cook fans can write to me and I'll send you out a membership pack and... Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, by, just by way of background, um, I started criticizing Damien Cook during the off-season, and, and then James kind of stood up for him. And I have had this uncanny thing going on this year that whenever I pull on a Bunnies game this year, Damien Cook rips off a length <laughs> of the field run. It's just, it's nuts. <laughs> Damien Cook should start paying me to watch <laughs> his matches. Because every time I watch, he just does, and I, I just have to... You know, bite my tongue, and I'm like, oh, bloody James, you know, like, you know. You know what I'd love Damien to see Cook. in our magazine? Yeah. A, a feature story on Damien yeah, Cook, you, written by you. Written by me? Right. <laughs> yes. Here we go. This is a good idea. Okay, let, yeah. <laughs> on this very Damn topic, it. this very topic, I criticise <laughs> Damien Cook, and now he's killing it. <laughs> nah, he's very good. You could see that from, from a mile I away. I reckon, you know, he's the kind of guy I like, having just talked about guys who don't make mistakes in Origin. Yep. I like him there because he's, he's just that speed of his is an X factor. Oh, it's definitely. the kind of thing that in a very <coughs> finely balanced game, 
it, it's just got a real game-breaking quality. Yeah, definitely. And I wouldn't be shocked if, I at a critical juncture in game one, that he was to do something. Because that, that is just, yeah, it's an unusual thing to have that amount yeah. of speed in a hooker. So I, I think yeah. that's a good call by you. Mm. That is probably going to happen at some stage. He's just going to say, oh, no, I, I, can, I can do this myself. Mm. Watch this. And mm. he, he's likely to either put that um, grubber kick out of dummy half or down mm. himself from dummy half when right. he's got both sides of the back line all stretched out. He'll just decide that I've got enough room. I, I can beat this bloke. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's very clever and cunning, isn't he? Yeah. Same token, you know, you could have a shocker. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's origin, isn't it? And that's the last we ever <laughs> spoke of Damien Cook. <laughs> yeah, so, no, nah, terrific. Who knows what's going to happen after all that, Jibba? So. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking you're most looking forward to. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just return to the club scene. Paris playing Newcastle at James Ainsley. doesn't care about high-level rugby league anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it, you know. Origin, uh, I, I, origin blah. Club <laughs> football, yeah. yeah. I did have um, the Newtown versus uh, oh, Henry no, game. Oh, no, so we weren't talking club. Okay, cool. I yeah. Thought, um, I thought you were going to talk about Jets. So, uh, Henson Park kick-off um, 3 p.m. this Saturday. They're playing... Um, the Newtown Jets are playing Kennery Bulldogs, so I'm looking forward to that. But And um, uh, we're going to do the double header on Saturday, and then we're going to go out to... ANZ Stadium and watch the Eels take on the Knights. I just want to watch how Parramatta handles this and Newcastle as well. Mm. I can't remember two teams that have been so down and out <laughs> at exactly the same time playing each other. You know how they can sometimes cancel each other out yeah. or they can e make each think, oh, we're playing them, so we've got a good shot here. I just don't know what's going to happen with this game. It's you're gonna, you're yeah. the, the, the classic David Letterman joke when at that time in the NFL when the, <laughs> the New York Jets and the New York Giants were winless and they were going to play each other. Huh. And Letterman said, this is, might be the first time in NFL history that two teams meet and both lose. <laughs> might be. Might go to Golden Point and they play out Golden Point and neither of them win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah geez. But um, I'm expecting... I, I, I think Parramatta can hold themselves together and at least build on that awful result from, from last week for, for Newcastle. They were just destroyed. Mm. Um, but then there's Caelan Bonger as well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to watching that game. I like watching some games of rugby league are great um, reality sort of um, TV events, aren't they? Like you, you watch <laughs> yeah. them and you're just intrigued as to what's going <laughs> to play out mm -hmm. between two very much maligned teams. So... Yeah, that's my one. Um, uh, I just uh, created a good segue just then by mentioning Kalen Ponga. Oh, yes, indeed. Without even meaning it. Very good. Normally, yeah. that's your, uh, that's a, your in job. Inadvertent, you know, inadvertent <laughs> uh, kind of effectiveness. Yeah. Kalen Ponga is one of our um, up-and-coming superstars. Love him. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. And that's why it was so disappointing. It's disappointing to see him get smashed the way he did mm. late and high by Luke Lewis because he's just a... Everyone's second or third favourite player. He's a lovely fella. He's, he's nice and... Luke Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, and he gave a good account on NRL 360 through the week about what led to it. And, mm -hmm. and you know, he was trying to trying to do whatever he was doing in, in, in the moment of play. He was, he was trying to do what he, what he ended up doing, but he mm -hmm. did get him late and high. And it was good to, to hear him, hear that he actually apologised to Kalen after the game. So... Thanks, Luke. <laughs> Thanks for running me over in that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry about that. Um, you but thought he was Wade Graham. <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah. um, this or Matt, Matt Pryor, maybe. They look more similar. <laughs> they do. I love Matt Pryor. Oh, Matt Pryor's my next Damien... Oh, 
Nah, he's you just... Do, you do like Matt Pryor. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, I, think, yeah, like, I don't think I've ever seen him play a bad game. Yeah. I haven't seen him play too many brilliant games, but never a bad <laughs> game. <laughs> if that's a rat. <laughs> but these late and high hits... Mm. I, I love rugby league because I, I didn't get to do it properly at, at, at a high level or anything. And it's for tough men. It's for men much braver and stronger and blah, blah, blah than, than I am. That's just from a personal level. But to see this, anyone can hit somebody late and high when they're not paying attention to whoever's running at them hey and it, these late and high hits always are seeming to happen to the best players in the game mm. and it's not good for for the image of it yeah. um and i know that you know uh, i mentioned tommy rodonicus five minutes ago who's from that awful biff era of tough guys and all that sort of thing but i just i, I think the late and the high shot on a kicker is a really unfair play like, what are your thoughts on it? It strikes me as one that um, it's one that it's one element of the game that I think is going to go. Like, I yeah, think, we've gotten rid of other things, yeah, haven't we? We've, so. we've gotten rid of other things, and I think I mentioned to you that you know there is there are some threshold acts in the game that we we kind of we kind of make rules around. Like, you can't get a guy, you can't get a bloke when he's in the air. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's um, I, I would think this is one that that you know should be kind of in that category as well because they are defenseless and exactly we, are, right. we are generally talking about one of the smaller kind of guys on the field uh you know there's a star element uh, plainly to you know to a lot of the halves yeah the yeah the no names never get smashed so, like this do so they yeah so that <laughs> I, I think that you know i mean i guess when you think about it like to kind of draw a parallel it's like in the nfl and i'm not going to say the punters and kickers of the nfl who can't be touched at all but um <laughs> you know quarterbacks so i think i think there's going to be some level of um of protection there i, I just you know just to feed it into a wider kind of anxiety that that I have, you know, I love to kind of I do this really to provoke you, but you know, <laughs> I, actually, I actually do believe this um, in, in a large way. I really, I've been kind of nibbling around the edges of a, of a concussion story for the yep. past um, year or so, and you know, I can't I can't help but beat the feeling that in in the near term, which maybe might be decade from now, two decades from now. We are not going to allow kids to play tackle football. Like I think, under the age of twelve, twelve or thirteen, kind of the more medical evidence that's coming out, it, it's not good. Uh, you know, the risk factor involved of you know kind of letting kind of you know, kids you know kind of you know, hit each other, mm -hmm. and, and the potential for how that relates to you know, to brain injury is not kind of you know is, is not promising. So I, I think there's going to be a wider kind of reevaluation of what it means to be a physical game. So, and I think we're going to have to, to try and hold on to the parts that we want to keep as physical. And let's face it, league is as physical a game as there oh, is. Oh, definitely, yeah. And, and I think we, you know, and it should be. Like, you know, it shouldn't shy away from that. But I think in, in the areas where there can be a, a reasonable standard of safety enforced, I think we'll kind of pick up those areas, and this has to be. I think this surely has to be one of them. Yeah. The idea that um, that a guy, you know, can can kind of get run over as part of you know kind of like you know kind of the courageous act of getting a kick downfield. Yeah, yeah. You know, is uh, is one of those ones where um, now there there's going to be a lot of um, kind of secondary effect around it, like you know, like you know, like they might have to make rules around like, well, if you're shaping to kick. You know, can you run instead of that kick, or you know, kind of what? Yeah, you know, when do you kind of forfeit that level of protection 
Hmm. Like, you know, like, and then the guy can just flat out tackle you. Yeah. If, he, if he's right on top of you when he's running through. Yep. Or, you know, <coughs> maybe it's going to be a rule to the degree of, you know, you've got to be so far behind the line if you're going to take a kick in play or, or whatever. Or, like, say, if you run up to the line and then try to make that kick, you forfeit your right. Yeah, yeah. That level yeah. Of but that's you, true. There's all these ru there's all this rulemaking to be made around it. But uh, I think that that's one of those ones that... Uh, you know, we in, we enforce a safety standard already in a lot of areas. Like I said, the guy in the air, cer cer certain degree in the tackle. Like mm. you know, like if a guy's you know being brought vertical, you know, the, the players now know that. Uh, or sorry, horizontal beyond horizontal. Yep. Players know now that geez, don't keep on driving him, otherwise, you know, something very kind of dangerous could happen. So mm. yeah, I, I think this is a one that can be added to that without too much nah. kind yeah. of loss to the game. I don't think that you know. Anyone would be arguing that oh the intimidation factor of you know of, of having a big block run at a little block you know as he's trying to take a kick is, is something that's <laughs> integral to the sport. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's, ju that's just my view. I, I hope they don't go too far with it though, like mm. because if you watch a um, we're talking about this off air, if you watch a kids' game of footy, mm. really little kids, what they're doing to each other is almost non-impact. They're not, they don't they're not knocking into each other. Yeah, they're pulling right. each other down. It's like. Two, it's like two kids roughhousing in the backyard. That's mm. basically what it is. Like, when they're really young, there's no impact. I don't know if you've got a much bigger kid hitting a much smaller kid. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, which, is the, yeah. which can tend to happen in the... I don't know whether we'll have weight categories by that stage. They might, to, you yeah. know, Kind of, like, kind of sort out that mess. But um, We might have. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, your br your, you know, a kid's brain bounces off the inside of his skull, you know, you know like, yeah, just the same as anybody else's. Oh, one, okay. You know. yeah. Like, I think it, it gets down to the things like, you know, it's, it's not only just kind of from the force of the tackle, but, you know, getting hit by a knee in the head or something like yeah, that. You know, yeah. like, um, you know, when they, hit, when they hit the ground, it's probably the, you know, the bigger one as well. It's true. So, um, Jesus, there was a big one in the union. Um, mm. uh, they got the same problem. They got exactly the yeah, same problem. Yeah. But that bloke um, in the um, New South Wales Waratahs win over the Highlanders, was it? Mm. How um, Cameron Clark got Cameron Clark, like, yeah. absolutely kicked in the face by... Yeah. But at Highlanders play when when the ball was coming down, it was yeah. uh, that was just wow. That was all that he did get him all, like very flush in the face. Mm. And if you have a look at the the still from that game, <laughs> all all signs of of his body language were like that he wanted to do it. It was mm. very scary. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. Same here. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Like we had that situation last year when Vunivalu did that thing where he leaped in the air to yeah. go, you know. Yeah. That's why you, sh I guess you can't be allowed to do that, right? You yeah, know, yeah. And when somebody does and you're watching it c play out and you think, what is he doing? Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's not only dangerous for him, it's dangerous for the guy tackling him. <laughs> exactly. Too, so, you know, it, uh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, these guys, these, like, you know, it's, um, I guess the thing is, there's just so much danger still in the game. Like, we just talked about is. that. Like, the things that they do these days in terms of, all you have to do is flick on one of those classic games to realise that, <sighs> There's a whole suite of things that modern players do that, like, like you know, just talking about Tommy, they talk about how much tougher it was in the old days, but there's a whole suite of things that the players do these days that are vastly more dangerous. And, and, and I guess what I'm talking about really is all, all that stuff in the air. Yeah, like, yeah. How they, you know, how they actually try to kind of, uh, touch down tries these days and how they go for high balls, and, yeah. you know. All those kinds of athletic moves are just so kind of, um, yeah, so high impact and so much more dangerous that you just never like to you know, that degree was non-existent nah. in, in the old in the old game. Yeah. They didn't get up to high up in the air and they weren't going as fast. <laughs> and the blokes who were doing it weren't as big as nah. the guys today. Like you know, you'd see a slender winger go up, and that that guy is now the size of uh, 
of a, of a second rower <laughs> in, in the old football. So true, isn't it? It's changing yeah. so much every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, interesting. Um, just to round it off, I don't want to sound like too much of a, a soft league fan, but geez, when when someone gets smashed with the ball, holding the ball, I don't know how this makes it any more safer or not, but. Geez, I love that aspect of the game still. And that's and you, you'd have to protect that. Like <laughs> you know, to me, it would be like a, a question of, okay, here are the the you'd make a list, right, of all the kind of physical kind of encounters <coughs> in the game, and then you'd almost have to say to yourself, okay, what do we need to keep? Yeah, yeah. And like you know, like plainly, the the intensity in the tackle is almost number one. That's the last thing you you've got to draw the line. Like if you had to give up everything else, what was it, what's the you know the thing that you need to keep. Yeah, you that's, want you that's yeah. it. You need physical intensity in the tackle. Like, there is really no game without, yeah. without real physical intensity in the tackle. You need the Dean Farray hit on that um, mm. Bulldogs player or yep. Fisher Harris smashing Thurston with the ball. Like yeah. that is the game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because if you don't have that, yeah, I don't see really. I don't see really what sport you have. Because, <laughs> you, you have know, touch football, which people are starting to yeah, complain I mean, about its presence now on, yeah, on match and, days. And, so. but, you know, I mean, and that's that's a legitimate way to. Pl- it's a legitimate way to. You know, before limited tackle, it was the way to play. <laughs> it was the way to get the ball back. Yeah, you know, you had to. You, you had to really kind of clock the opposition, and yeah, it's still it hurt it's somebody. Le- yeah. It's still a legitimate way to play for for you know kind of a, a defensively strong side that wants to game plan against a side that probably has kind of more attacking talent than they do. So, mm. you know, I don't know how you kind of get away from that from a kind of a medical perspective or a health perspective. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's there'll be developments on that front that will kind of help yep. in that regard. We'll, we'll kind of get a better idea of the causal factors of, you know, kind of what causes, you know, causes you know, kind of uh, brain trauma. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll get a better understanding of how many hits it basically takes and whether a certain player is more predisposed to these conditions or not. Yep. But you know, it. Um, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be areas where, yeah, we're going to have to kind of, kind of take a look at you know, kind of what level of risk the players are exposed to, and mm. um, kind of make reasonable steps to say, okay, we can kind of make rules in that area to Im- improve safety, and you know, that'll shore up kind of the parts that we don't want to. That we don't want to, um, yeah. yeah, that we don't want to affect. Maybe, ma- ma- you know, maybe I honestly, you know, you know, we're both advocates of this. Maybe five meter is the is the uh, yeah, is yeah. the answer again. Yep. Maybe Part of the problem is that you get these blogs building up speed over ten meters, and you know that's where kind of you know, <laughs> kind of the the you know, the G's come from, right? Yeah, they, you know, because they're smacking it high speed rather than <laughs> yeah, kind of just yeah, kind of like getting five meters and having someone. You know, having a referee who keeps a skinny five, more like three, and you got guys right on top of you. So yeah, that's that's what will happen, isn't it? Mm. Referee will be standing there by himself, and then and the opposition will be ten meters back, <laughs> getting that run up. Yeah, yeah. maybe. May, may or you know, like uh, as yeah, as I say, robot ref. <laughs> yeah, robot robot ref will will, uh, will be there, and you know he'll you know we'll just get games of you know constant offsides. <laughs> Because yeah. every player will have encroached on the on their territory, and then the robot ref will get into trouble for enforcing the rules. And the robot ref will then, will then, yeah, kind of be a controversy when robot ref goes to the bunker. <laughs> and then the robot ref will start shooting everybody with lasers in the crowd and <laughs> malfunctioning. And <laughs> the, ro- the robot ref will get so oppressed that yeah, like 
the Terminator movies got it wrong. It wasn't an artificial intelligence that took over the world. It was the robot refs were getting so frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fans everywhere. Uh, I've had enough of this. Stuff this. <laughs> this is what's going to start the rise of the machines. <laughs> A game of rugby league. Uh, uh, very good. So, after all that, hope we see some thunderous smashing tackles in State of Origin. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll finish off with it our... It really is a hit-dinger situation, isn't it? Isn't it, yeah. I just want to see big tackles. Yeah. Um, our, our reader question from a few weeks ago, but, but which appears in our current edition, is uh, should anyone be eligible to play for State of Origin? Um, you, for the purposes of the exercise, voted yes. Oh, but I believe it. Yep, yep. I, I almost really kind of believe it. Yep, and your uh, reasoning is... Uh, what did I say? There were, there were two, they were basically twofold. One, I think we're already there. I think, I think, yep. the, oh, I, think right, I, yeah. I think I wrote that the horse is really bolted on this. Like, you know, all you need is the Dennis Carnahan song to prove that. You yeah, know, that's what you I, said. I, both, yeah. both sides are guilty of it. Um, but the other thing too is I, you know, I, I love creating far-fetched scenarios. <laughs> you do. As you just could see with my robot ref. You do. Um, I do wonder about a day in rugby league when, you know, None of the best players in the game came come from New South Wales or Queensland. Like it's not out of the question. No, imagine, no. You know, imagine if you know, one one day, like we had a situation where the ten best players in the league, uh, yeah, didn't come from New South Wales or Queensland. Yeah. Say they were from New Zealand or you know or, or England or. We already got Johnson and Burgess, so that's exactly, two. And from other states. Yeah, Kalen, yeah. Kalen Pong was born in Port Hedland. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what if you know, like he, um, yeah. what if he were kind of deemed ineligible? Yeah, for uh, and grew up for a time in New Zealand. Like you yeah. could very easily see a, a, a way in which he was, uh, yeah, he was not eligible for Origin. Mm. So you know, I much as I'd like to say that, and I, I do feel this. I actually even wrote it in the magazine that I think Origin kind of is bulletproof. It's 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 it's, it's always good, even when it's bad. Yep. I think the game would be diminished slightly if it did not have the best players in it. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah I think that. Uh, now, now, I, I don't say it should be open slather. Like, you know, I, I can understand that counterpoint. Like, I don't believe that Sam Burgess can show up in, in Redford for five minutes and then get selected for... Or, for or Benji Marshall gets picked for Queensland if they're running low on halves. Well, here's the thing. Benji, I don't think, is a, is a different example. Because <coughs> Benji lived in Australia. Like, and he, he was, you know, he went to school in Queensland for forever. So, mm, you know, mm. it's, um, that to me is a reasonable case of someone being from Queensland. So, you know, that that I, I'd have I'd have less kind of compunction of thinking of origin as rep football mm -hmm. and just like putting it in its own category. Like I, I know you hate me using that term all star game, but yep. um, but yeah, I and then I think when once you do that you elide this whole problematic thing of if Fafita wants to play for Tonga, he can't play for New South Wales. Which I think is, is 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 a ridiculous situation. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I make mean, your, make, state your case first, and then they're like, um, okay, in, yeah. before answering the point. All right. Um, the the reason that that it is so popular isn't just because mm. um, it, it features the best players. It it's a real rivalry that goes deeper than than football. Mm -hmm. um, and by creating those rules, where um, you had to have played your junior footy in a certain state. Yeah, even though some some players weren't born even born in the country, it does give them that uh, that base, that establishment of of a loyalty and and a real willingness to do well for that state. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's the single key ingredient as to what makes State of Origin brilliant. It's the real personal rivalry. It's the 
it's the rivalry that it, it means so much. Like I thought the one single ingredient was Queensland's inferiority complex. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's true. And like, once you've got the, the inferior team winning all the time, Absolutely. it just spins, keeps spinning the wheel. Mm-hmm. Once New South Wales wins three series in a row, we're back to talking about whether this whole state of origin thing is even worth it. Yeah. yeah um, I always, I always ask myself that if the situation oh, re- were reversed and we were coming off, uh, what is it, thirteen of no eleven of the twelve oh. years of New South Wales winning? Yeah. Nobody would, <laughs> you know, we would barely. Yeah. I, I, I think we wouldn't be interested come it'd, next Wednesday. It'd get to about five in a row before, yeah. you know, oh, you know, well, we need to change this around. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's all, it's all good. But uh, yeah, that's 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 my argument. So my mm-hmm. answer is. Uh, my answer to should anyone be eligible to play for Origin, I'd say no. Um, it's supposed to be between New South Wales um, bred and developed players and Queensland bred and developed players. Well, one, of my, dis- one of my disappointments uh, of kind of this uh, this first up Origin selection was um, was uh, uh, one thing I'm really really waiting on with with uh, with eagerness is uh, the possibility that because it, Tarek Sims was, oh, in yeah. the, was in the frame for for uh, the Blues, I'm really waiting for the day that that Tarek would get picked for New South Wales and Corbin get picked for Queensland. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you'd have brothers basically, but you know, on, on opposite sides of the rivalry. Cause but that's okay because they're different human beings to each other. That, that I don't, uh, and and the whole. Um, international eligibility thing that spins off from Origin. I don't care about that. Mm. I don't care that Fafita played for Tonga and 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 you know all of a sudden New South Wales wants him back. I, I, this imaginary door that exists mm. because of another world that's tacked on to, so to the wait, Origin. You, you are saying that Fafita should be eligible to play Origin. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Right. We, we we're constantly telling every everybody and ourselves that Origin's a different game. Yeah. But we also want it tacked on to this other international realm as well. Like, mm. I don't know. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I, I don't, don't really care. I'd be happy to separate it from rep football. Yeah, fair I, enough. I'd like, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't really think it should be... I think you're going to have rules around it for eligibility, but I don't think it should be part of a, a larger structure of, of rep football. No, games. no. Like, because know, it's, higher than, and it's higher than international football as far as interest goes and stuff, isn't Certainly. it? Certainly. But I, yeah. think it, I, I think it can be a parallel thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think, you know, it, you know I, I think for some people, like, I, I think there's a bit of an agenda out there to make sure it's lesser than, like, international football. Yeah. And I think that's some of the frustration for some people who... Yeah, especially for who, the older brigade. Yeah, who are yeah. very, very fond of... Uh, yeah, that, that state should naturally feed into um, yeah, the, I, I, yeah, the internationals, but yep. or national, uh, as it were. But <coughs> I, I, I don't. That's not the reality of, of the nah. game as it stands right now. So I, I say just pull it, yeah, pull it to the side. I, yeah. I don't. I will not think any less of either kind of state of origin or tests if if Andrew Fafita is playing both at the same time. Oh, no, same. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Seems to be another one of those things to oh, get disappointed point. about. <laughs> um, should I get into the uh, readers' responses? Yes, please. So all these responses appear in our um, current edition of Inside Sports. So you don't so. have to buy the magazine. Then. <laughs> yeah. And you're all famous. So yeah, uh, John Tuxworth says, um, uh, "Yeah, Tuxy. so yeah, exactly." Um, I was on a podcast yeah. uh, with him last night. It's called the Sporting Discussion. So, um, Tuxi arrived at the Canberra Times just after yeah. I left. I think. He's, he's up at the Bulletin he's now, at the Townsville Bulletin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was for the Queensland side, and I was discussing New South Wales. Yeah. So that's on the sporting discussion um, put together by AJ Mithen and 
and, um, and Andrew as well. And uh, while we're on it, you're on another podcast this week, aren't you? Oh, yes. So we're well, moonlighting is, uh, yeah, yeah. is guests the, the, the on other shows. Are, the tentacles are spreading, yes. Yeah. I talked about soccer. 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 We're not like the soccer. Soccer. And um, what, just about Australia's World Cup chances, etc.? Uh, yeah, Australia's World Cup chances, about, um, uh, yeah, about Russia, why Russia's no good at football. Uh, <laughs> it, um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's 442, 442 podcast. Beautiful. Um, the editor of 442, Kevin Ayers, and uh, uh, Lucy Zelich uh, of SBS, who is great fun. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, it's uh, always an interesting side to see, like, of those TV types. They're always so buttoned down, kind of, um, when on TV, because they, they have these strict formats to follow. But when you get something a bit more freewheeling, like a pod, <laughs> yeah, they, they get to speak their mind a bit more. And she's, yeah, she's terrific. So, no commercial know, so breaks to worry about or anything. You know, <laughs> no having to throw to the next, yeah, to the next segment <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a station break or uh, what have you. Just yeah. ripping, yeah. Anyhow, yes. um, Taxi. So should anyone be eligible to play for Origin? He says, absolutely not. I mean, really? Is Taxi a Queenslander? Um, I never really asked him. Uh, yeah, uh, he must be, yeah. Okay. Must be, uh, I've got no Another one of those Queenslanders who you know, went down to Canberra and did great. <laughs> like Mal Meninga and Gary Belcher. Yeah, 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 yeah all those. But, uh, not like, but not like Wayne Bennett. That's <laughs> where <laughs> so he started, yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrew Ferguson says, um, I'd prefer to see an all-Australian country versus city match. Yeah, good one for everyone. Yeah, for okay. I want yeah. to see one of Westies versus the world. Oh, Westies versus, <laughs> Westies versus everybody else. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Uh, Mick Fong says, um, but there have been Kiwis and PNG-born players on a number of occasions, and that's true, and Boom. that's what, what we just discussed. Mm -hmm. uh, former legend from Full Credit to the Boys, which everyone should be listening to. Um, uh, he says, um, no, not anyone. You should be good at footy to be eligible. <laughs> <laughs> good one, former. Thanks, mate. That was up there. That was, that was my <laughs> second favourite one. Uh, I'm biased about the first, but, you know, that's... Uh, <laughs> We'll the get to that, I guess. The prof. The prof. <laughs> she says, no, only Queensland and New South Wales. That's state of origin. It's not called state of anyone. Hashtag NRL. Prof, I'm going to hold you to that when Kaylin Ponga makes his debut <laughs> for the Maroons. I'm just going to argue until I'm blue in the face <laughs> that Kaylin Ponga should not be allowed to play for Queensland. <laughs> They'll call an emergency commission meeting and That's change right. rules. Uh, Paul That's the punish. That's the punish you, prof. <laughs> Paul Michael Craig um, says, My hope is that eventually Origin loses its status as more players follow Fafita's lead by choosing Pacific Nations and more players emerge from Victoria and WA. I was surprised how many Origin <laughs> skeptics we had in our Definitely. audience. Yeah. I think we've got they're a skeptical. They're all reading Steve Mascoy too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About how this is broken and that's not working. And um, uh, I just um, discovered a. Um, no, don't say it. No, no, no. It's not a mistake. It's oh. a weird piece of coloured text which um, um, our designer invented. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, <coughs> um, TheDressingShed.com says, uh, uh, yes, anyone should be able to play for Origin and it should be merit-based with the criteria being length and thickness of your mo, girth and general roundness of your gut and how many cans you can throw down in a single sesh. Mm. It'd be between us and former legend for the captaincy. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> great. We have a great audience. <laughs> we full, do. Full credit to you guys. <laughs> full credit, yeah. Um, where the heart is says, the origin concept has changed so much since its, its inception that it is natural that it continues to evolve. 
However, I would say that the minimum requirement is that players must have played a game in New South Wales or Queensland before age 20 to qualify for selection. So that's a bit of a relaxation on the current rules. Mm. Yeah. 20, um, yeah, geez. I think 20 is too... I mean, if you're going to have a rule, I think 20 is too late. You're 20, I, yeah. I think, um, mm. yeah, because by that stage, you're really going back and... You, you might have gone back and forth Maybe, yeah, for, your, yeah. for your career already. I think... I think... I think that having just said... I. <laughs> made the positive case for why we should blow apart the rules. I think the rule they've got right now makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. So, you yeah. know, I think they've, they've cleared yeah. it up uh, a lot. So it's it's uh, a good age if you're going to pick one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Smith. Uh, you're Dave Smith? The senator. Yep. The, the senator. Senator Dave <laughs> Smith. See? That's, uh, and this is my favourite answer of the month, but mm. I, I, like I said, I'm biased. No riffraff around here. Mm. Um, Dave Smith says, I was going to draw the line at extraterrestrials. But remember ET. But remembered that ET is one of the blues greats. There you Great. go. <laughs> well done. Can't make jokes like that in a Senate, no, Dave. No, you, you can't. You really can't anymore. <laughs> There's lots of extraterrestrials in there, though, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. No jokes. Penny Wong won't allow it. <laughs> Far out. Um, David O'Connor says, "Tenterfielder, right? Uh, Queenslanders always mm. counted with Sterlo was born in Toowoomba, but his family moved when he was two. And he played junior footy in Wagga. Uh, 95 through uh, Super League in 97 was a cluster uh, due to most of the Queensland players being Super League aligned. Mm -hmm. uh, they couldn't make up 17. Adrian and they, Lamb. Yep, and they had to call on Ben Eichen, who um, Paul Horton made, didn't know who he was. I yeah. made Ben Eichen. Yep, who listens to the show, um, follows, follows us remotely and in the distance, he told me once at a function. Yeah, who who does his own much more popular podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he follows ours out of sympathy. <laughs> uh, Jay Dwight, um, one of our big supporters, says, uh, um, no, um, I think the magic of the concept would be lost. Got diluted through necessity um, in Super League. Uh, letting Lamb play, there you go. Yeah. Um, English for Queensland pushed boundaries, but, within it, but it was in the rules, but was within the rules at the time. Um, you want the passion for the state to remain supreme. I totally agree, mate. Uh, Pursuit of Hoppiness says, as long as the players don't come from my NRL club. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie touches on that in the interview in our mag. He says, yeah. that's just how we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. secretly hoping they're not going to pick four Penrith people in the, in the team, are they? There but, you go. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so there you go, four Penrith players up for injury uh, next Wednesday. That's just it. So Pursuit says, as long as NRL players don't come from my NRL club, um, I don't care who plays Origin or the result for that matter. It's ridiculous the effect it has on the competition. So then you've got that other army. And of, that you know, I agree with yeah, too. I, I really think they... A lot I, of people share that argument. Don't I they? really think they should try to... Uh, yeah, do I something. Whether it's a month gap or something. Yeah, or exactly. They re I really do believe they should restructure <coughs> the... Um, yeah, restructure the, the comp. Mm. So that it gives just clearer space yeah. know, for Origin. I mean, yeah, wouldn't want to lose it because you know, um, or kind of diminish it in any way because it's, it's fantastic. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, the the way it does change the course of the season is. I, I ultimately, this is probably a good question. Somebody could go and study this statistically. How much of an effect this this does have on on the course of the season as far as play injury goes and player injuries just um you know kind of look at kind of like form lines of teams before through and then to form lines after wow know. yeah it's something that you probably say just as yeah of course it, it has to have an effect but 
how much of an effect? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So and you, you never know. Maybe it doesn't have so any effect know, at all. Stats geeks out there, there's, there's a project for you. There you go. <laughs> Not money, but you know. <laughs> much, much admiration and respect. Oh, yeah, we'll admire you f forever. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, James Cheeseman says, uh, no, the NRL has lessened the requirements for Origin enough. I suspect with Origin being played on standalone weekends, along with other test matches, Origin may lose importance in the future. So there's, there we go back to that whole international versus origin thing that we were talking about before. Mm. Um, gr great answers and um, as we kept some on of them were actually even thoughtful. <laughs> they, were, they were. They were thoughtful enough for us to put them in print, weren't they? So, <laughs> so that's all going on in the June edition. So um, if you were part of that, then then you're in print forever and ever. <laughs> that'll you do, mate. You, for can't, you can't take it back. <laughs> that'll do for this week, moment. Any anything we've forgotten. Um, no, uh, other than the fact that uh, the only other issue I want to touch on is all of a sudden we have good refs who have been ripped off f from their origin appointments. Huh. I thought it was hilarious through the week to see <laughs> people um, complaining about Sutton's appointment in origin and all of a sudden there's, there's a group of refs who oh, have been ripped off because of the hierarchy of the NRL ref mm. system and it's like, hang on, even up to last week, they were all bad, they were all shocking, they were all in crisis, it was the referee's fault for every loss that a team has, and now all of a sudden when we come to Origin, it's like, how come that ref didn't get picked? He's good. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> we're the arguments that why, can come why, out of a why, ref appointment. Yeah, exactly, why, why are we even discussing kind of ref appointments? <laughs> and it was massive. Yeah. All, you know, see, another upshot of robo-ref, like, you know, he'll, of course he'll get the appointment <laughs> <laughs> at Origin. <laughs> he will, won't he? <laughs> We'll be debating which robo, right? <laughs> yeah. be like model one or model two. <laughs> um, the only other thing I'd want to add uh, is um, uh, story of the week for me uh, that got me intrigued was uh, was Brandy Alexander spilling the beans about um, about uh, the uh, the roommate situation okay. in, the new, in the New South Wales camp, right. uh, which kind of fascinated me because I did a story uh, uh, during a uh, Blues kind of set up there one year at uh, at the Coogee Crown Plaza. So yeah, I uh, met um, uh, Ryan Hoffman, the uh, very amenable Ryan Hoffman, uh, yeah. one year. It was, it was fascinating just to observe, like, um, uh, kind of went to the lobby there, and they're just hanging out there. Okay. Like you tend to think, oh, like you know, Origin's such a big deal. They go into lockdown. No, they're just hanging out in the lobby there. Okay. Know, like Blocker was holding court with uh, a couple of the uh, the guys. I think that must be a fun thing. One of the fun things about Origin, where they all can kind of connect and uh, yeah, yeah, kind of like share kind of that. That, that history and that, that kind of that inher that heritage of you know being kind of I'm pretty sure the Queenslanders do it as well. Definitely like yeah, the fog uh, system. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, just just kind of looking at uh, one of the, the things that kind of a uh, couple of things stood out. One was that uh, Nathan Cleary was not rooming with James Maloney because okay. you know, the, the explanation was they wanted him to kind of you know kind of meet someone else from another club. So I thought Good that idea. was kind of smart. Uh, and the other thing was uh, Boyd Cordner as captain gets his own room. Really? Because it's a 19-man squad, right? So, okay. uh, yeah, like you had like nine wow. sets of roommates and the captain gets his own room. Wow. And, uh, yeah, according to according to Greg Alexander, that is something that goes back to his days as a player. That, well, isn't that good? <laughs> <laughs> so Gallon's had his own room all this time. 
Wow. There you go. <laughs> Captain Gaz, you know, that's, the, that's the perks of, you know, that's what you really should have, really should have asked about, you know, in the story. I'm going to keep what? listening to this podcast. It's, you, I might learn some more stuff. Wow. <laughs> that's great, isn't it? Yeah. yeah well, that, you know, and um, I'll give credit to Fox Sports for reporting that. Oh, that's, okay. That's their, so that's their credit. But, um, oh, that's great, yeah, right? A story of the, like I said, my, my intriguing story of the week. <laughs> Not reported on enough, yeah. Mm. Very good, mate. Well, um, we'll uh, let, let this weekend play out and see who gets gets the chocolates in a shortened NRL round. And, yeah, we'll um, let Origin take its course. And then we'll be back next week to have a yarn about that. Indeed. See ya.